Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, a massive pre-Christmas storm, blizzard conditions, and dangerously cold temperatures plunge most of the country into a deep freeze. Power outages, airline cancellations, and icy road conditions are expected throughout the weekend. CBS's Elise Preston has the bitterly cold details. The January 6th committee's final report. CBS's Nicole Killian details the 845 pages that blame one person for the attack, Donald Trump. China's COVID surge. New infections soar with an estimated 250 million new cases this month alone. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer reports on the public health emergency. The CDC's strep warning. Officials caution severe pediatric cases are on the rise in several states. Gift cards, boom or bust, they are seemingly everywhere this time of year. CBS's Carter Evans reports many go unused, wasting billions of dollars. And on the road, CBS's Steve Harbin looks at the true meaning of extended family. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. Tonight, more than 200 million Americans are under some form of winter storm advisory heading into Christmas weekend. National Weather Service alerts range from Washington State to Maine, and the Gulf Coast from Texas to Florida is under a hard freeze warning. The Midwest has and is suffering the most with near whiteout conditions reported in Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Michigan. In the east, flash flooding has inundated communities across several states, including Connecticut, New Jersey, and Massachusetts, while power has been knocked out to nearly 1.5 million homes and businesses. All this, of course, has been a nightmare for holiday travelers on the road 
and in the air. We have team coverage tonight. CBS's Elise Preston will start us off from Chicago. Elise, good evening. Major, good evening to you. The bomb cyclone storm forecasters predicted definitely delivered. Now, Chicago, like many places across the country, is dealing with biting wind chills so cold, people are being told to stay indoors. Tonight, a blast of cold air has pushed temperatures to dangerous lows. In Chicago, 50 mile per hour winds at a wind chill of minus 40 is even making the usual road clearing measures useless. The treatment isn't working. Because we are below zero temperatures, the salt is not having immediate impact. The storm has been deadly. At least 12 people have been killed. One driver in Missouri slid off the road into a lake. The water froze over, so that poses a lot of challenges. Temperatures in at least nine states are in negative territory. Denver experienced its second coldest day on record. Today was the East Coast turn to take the punch. A driving ban in Buffalo and coastal flooding from Massachusetts to New York City had residents wading in knee-deep water. I'm not testing fake guys. I just turned around going the other way. Even Florida, Georgia, and Texas are expecting overnight temperatures near zero. In Tennessee, many areas are experiencing rolling blackouts. Starting uh, around 10, uh, we had like blackout, boop, boop, like just a second, took like that. And I was like, oh no. And then 10 minutes, 10 minutes later, boom, boom, again. Renewing Texans' fears of a repeat of the massive power grid failure less than two years ago. Janet Shamlian is in Houston. The extreme cold has led the city of Houston to open warming centers in community buildings like this. The state's power grid so far holding up to the surge in demand amid an historic Arctic blast. Near Chicago, one family is hoping for a Christmas miracle after two years of ruined holiday plans due to the pandemic. We're trying to spend a long Christmas weekend with our family and uh, just unfortunately got stuck behind the weather. I uh, don't think we're going to make it. Now here in Chicago, we're starting to see more people on the roads, but officials warn this cold is no joke. Frostbite can set in in just minutes. Major? No joke indeed. Elise Preston, thank you. Now to those stranded in airports across the country. CBS's Lilia Luciano spent the day with frustrated and anxious travelers. At New York's LaGuardia Airport, the lines seem endless. We're just standing in the line right now, and it's a mile long just to talk to someone, so... It's not, it's not going great right now. And it's not just at LaGuardia. One way to measure the misery, flight delays, and cancellations, tonight they span coast to coast. Among the airport's worst hit, SeaTac in Seattle. Another line seemingly to nowhere. While outside, all three runways were iced over, leaving just one in good enough condition to handle air traffic. In Denver, lots to fuss over. It's okay, I know, I know. <laughs> So yeah, I think I think our plans are ruined. While in Miami, the problem is not getting flights to land. It's getting them to take off. It's been a week of chaos. The problems just keep piling up. Right Shannon Hayes and her family are traveling from New York to their home in Montana. They've made it as far as Chicago. I haven't traveled for Christmas in about 20 years, and maybe I'll just stay home for Christmas next time. <laughs> Mostly, though, the mood is exasperation from travelers like Megan Shields. It's been canceled, delayed, moved to another flight, going to a different airline. Now I'm just like, will someone please get me there? 
And the airline saw this coming, telling passengers for days to try and rebook their travel, waiving the fees to leave sooner or wait till the storms pass. And now, even as conditions begin to improve across the country, it could be next week or much later before travel schedules, flight schedules return to normal. Major. Lilia Luciano, thank you. For the forecast, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Chris, good evening. Good evening, Major. This huge winter storm still making travel either very difficult or impossible, especially around the Great Lakes, where blizzard warnings do remain in effect through Saturday. Some areas, snowfall could total more than a foot when it's all said and done. Dangerous cold continues from Montana all the way down to Florida with wind chill advisories and warnings still in place into the weekend. Some of the coldest air we've felt in a long time in the Northeast uh, will happen tomorrow morning with temperatures feeling like they are below zero widespread across the region. As far as Christmas goes, a modest warming to the south and major not expecting any significant warming across the rest of the country until the middle of next week. Chris Warren, we thank you. The House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol has released its final report. After nearly 18 months, 11 public hearings, and more than 1,000 witness interviews, the committee's conclusion, former President Trump should be barred from seeking federal office. Here is CBS's Nicole Killian. Nearly two years after a violent mob descended on the U.S. Capitol, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack concludes that one man lit the fire, former President Donald Trump. The chief architect was Donald J. Trump, uh, and he ought to be held criminally responsible. The panel found between Election Day and the riot, the former president or his inner circle engaged in at least 200 apparent acts to pressure and target local and state officials to overturn the election results. I think what's been eye-opening to me is just how close we came to a very different outcome. How this multi-part plan um, had been developed, attempt to, you know, uh, do alternate slates of electors, find the votes in Georgia, corrupt the Department of Justice. Chief among the panel's recommendations that the former president be barred from holding future office, citing a provision in the 14th Amendment that says individuals can be disqualified if they engaged in an insurrection. He is unfit for any office. On his Truth Social platform, Trump blasted the report as a witch hunt. The 800-plus page review also contained more revelations, including a 23-minute phone call the then-president had with conservative attorney John Eastman, the day Eastman authored a controversial memo suggesting Vice President Mike Pence could reject the electoral count. And there were new text messages from former White House advisor Hope Hicks, who wrote to another staffer during the attack, We all look like domestic terrorists now. The, com- the committee called for nearly a dozen recommendations, including greater protections for poll workers, fuller funding for Capitol Police, and electoral reforms to clarify the roles of the vice president and Congress in certifying elections. Major? Nicole Killian, thank you. The House of Representatives today passed a $1.7 trillion spending bill that, among other things, averts a government shutdown. The package includes $45 billion in emergency aid to Ukraine and bans the social media app TikTok on government-issued devices. President Biden has said he will sign the legislation. Now to China, where a rapid surge of COVID-19 infections is overwhelming hospitals across the country. Some health experts predict China could suffer up to a million COVID deaths in the next few months. 
And this outbreak could also threaten the global economy. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer reports from Tokyo. Emergency rooms are filled to overflowing. Staff in full PPE are hard-pressed to find enough beds. And the crematorium fires burn non-stop while hearses wait outside. The luckiest patients have access to big city hospitals, but millions don't. If you go to Beijing, they have so many uh, good hospitals. But if you go to third-tier cities, or like rural areas, it's a totally different situation. Social media is brimming with video of the consequences. Morgues so full that workers don't know where to put the bodies. It's almost three weeks since the Chinese government abruptly lifted its strict COVID control program with its mass testing and quarantines. It then stopped counting the case numbers, which exploded. And as for the official death toll, according to the government, right now it's a total of nine since the start of the month. To the Chinese, that's a bad joke. To the world, it's a worry. Both the U.S. and the WHO are pressing China for solid data. China's struggling with the kind of public health emergency America and Europe faced two years ago. Treating the sick and speed immunizing the elderly. Meanwhile, state media official videos push the optimistic view that this huge wave of infection will peak soon and be over by spring. Elizabeth Palmer, CBS News, Tokyo. The CDC is warning parents about a potentially deadly form of invasive strep A infections in children. This after it detected a sharp increase in cases in certain states. Colorado reported 11 pediatric cases of invasive strep A in Denver, and two of those children died. Minnesota has reported 14 cases in children, all of them since November 1st. Group A strep cases are typically mild, but this more invasive bacteria is harder to treat and can lead to life-threatening complications. Turning now to Money Watch and dollars left on the table. According to the National Retail Federation, 54% of Americans say gift cards are the most requested item this holiday season. CBS's Carter Evans tells us that while people want gift cards, they don't always use them. It was fun. This Christmas, Steph and her husband Steve are hoping to find a treasure trove of gift cards. Not under a tree, but in a dumpster. Oh my goodness. They sort through trash outside retail stores and post their fines online. $62? $62 in Bed Bath & Beyond. It sounds like it's not uncommon to find these gift cards for you. No. No, it's not. I don't really know why they're there uh, with a balance, but they are. Nearly half of Americans are holding on to $21 billion in unused gift cards, averaging about $175 per person. And 25% of people say they misplaced them. The most important thing to do is to treat that gift card like cash. If gift card expert Shelly Hunter says keep it next to your credit cards. And if you end up with a small leftover balance in at least 12 states. You can just ask the cashier to give you that money back. For unwanted gift cards, there are some reputable websites where you can sell or trade them for a fee. Hunter says you should also take a picture of the credit card right away. So you have a record of the gift card number. Do you really want that money to go to the waste? No. No. Not at all. Encouraged, I dug through my car and no joke found this Starbucks gift card. Last year, the company made $180 million on unused cards. 
I really recommend you use your gift cards right away. The longer you hold on to a gift card, the higher the probability you'll forget to use it. Because who wants to toss cash in the trash? It's free money. Might as well use it. Now, some of these last minute shoppers are probably going to be buying some gift cards. If you don't use it, the retailers still make the money, but that is not their goal. They want you to come to the store and use it because there's a good chance you'll spend even more. Major. Use them or you might lose them. Carter Evans, thank you. Authorities are investigating why a small plane crashed on a California beach. That story is next. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, the FAA and NTSB are looking into what caused a small plane to crash on a California beach, killing the former mayor of Santa Monica. A single-engine Cessna was headed to Malibu from Santa Monica yesterday when the pilot reported engine trouble. The plane crashed on the beach and flipped upside down, killing Mayor Rex Minter. The pilot was hospitalized. A shooter killed three people and injured three others near a Kurdish cultural center in Paris today. Police detained a 69-year-old suspect after he opened fire on a busy street. Investigators are considering a possible racist motive. The suspect was previously arrested for attacking migrants. Protests erupted near the site of the shooting. On the Road is next with an emotional story on the power of family. CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road where he found a powerful lesson in parenting. Just outside Salt Lake City, 46-year-old Shauna Austin is about to let you in on a secret. I've never talked about it, ever. As we first reported a few months ago, when Shauna was 20 and single, she got pregnant. She says she wasn't ready to be a mom, so she made the difficult decision to place her baby for adoption. Do you remember holding him the first time? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What was that like? He was perfect. And I knew I would have him for a short time. So I made every minute count with him. She called the boy Riley and says she held him for 72 hours straight until the time came to let go. Her Riley was now somebody else's Stephen. And at this point, like with most closed adoptions, a firewall went up between Shauna and Stephen's new parents. No communication whatsoever. And this went on for about a week. 
it was like, okay, this is the way it should be. She is part of our family. Adoptive parents Jennifer and Chris Schobinger say they had no interest in excluding the birth love, mother. You know, you can't have too many people loving you, right? Why couldn't he be both of ours? So, year after year, they sent Shauna piles of pictures and these bound books detailing Stephen's every major and minor milestone, like this complete list of his vocabulary. All so that when Shauna was ready and Stephen was ready, they could pick up right where they left off. The two reunited when Stephen was seven. Shauna taught him how to fish, and they have been reeling in the memories ever since. I was blessed beyond words. I kind of got best of both worlds for sure. Stephen is now 26, married with a brand new boy of his own, much to the delight of Grandma Shauna. That was really special. It just brought that full circle around. Especially when she heard the baby's name, <clears throat> Riley. Oh. Felt like that name was just supposed to be in the family. I think the lesson we've learned is that sometimes we create barriers where barriers don't need to be. And when we pull down those barriers, we really find love on the other side. Since we first told this story, that love on the other side has continued to grow. The family spent Thanksgiving as one and will, of course, be getting together again in the days ahead. A holiday example to help us all live the life of Riley. Oh my gosh, he's so Steve Hartman on the road in Lehigh, Utah. Making every minute count. We will look back on the life and career of music pioneer Tom Bell when we come back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Finally tonight, Grammy-winning producer and songwriter Tom Bell has died. helped perfect the sound of Philadelphia in the 1970s with the Spinners, I'll Be Around, and the OJ's Backstabbers. He worked with such artists as the Delphonics, Johnny Mathis, and Elton John. Bell was inducted into both the Songwriters Hall of Fame and the Musicians Hall of Fame. Tom Bell was 79. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett. Good night, and have a very Merry Christmas.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.